You are now listening to a member of the Disney Podcast family. Head over to Disney Podcast family on Instagram to see all the latest posts for this show and links to other great Disney podcasts. Inspiration is at the heart <laughs> of all creation. Spark a dream that we're meant to follow. You're listening to the Extra Magic Hour, brought to you by Walt's Apartment Podcast and the Diz Insider. Join the team in the studio as they bring you the spirit of Disney through park news, history, and tips and tricks to make your Disney Parks vacation even more magical. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Extra Magic Hour. No, just kidding. <laughs> you started it, finish it. I don't know how it goes. Okay. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Extra Magic Hour. We're a Disney Parks podcast brought to you by WaltzApartment.com and the Disney WaltzApartment.com. Wow. WaltzApartment.com is not even a thing. It is a thing, but it's not ours. <laughs> okay, you do it. You do it. Just cut this out. You do We're it. I'm not cutting any of this out. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Extra Magic Hour. We're a Disney Parks pop. <sighs> Now you have to cut it out. I'm not going to cut it out. People enjoy this stuff. Okay, here we go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Extra Magic Hour. We are a Disney Parks podcast brought to you by the DisneySider.com and Walt's Apartment Podcast. We are a- <laughs> Keep going. Welcome to the show. Sam, how are you doing tonight? I'm fantastic. Yeah, I am like happy it. to be here. <laughs> all right, we're going to leave all that in because there is no WaltzApartment.com. Well, there is one, but that's not us. We're a WaltzApt.com. If you want to be correct. Well, who took waltzapartment.com? I'm assuming the people that run the actual Walt's apartment. So, you know. So like Disney? I'm, probably. I mean, I mean, if they want to give it to me, I'll take it. But that's fine. But Brianna, how are you tonight? I'm fantastic. Good, good, good. Um, yeah, it's been like a month since we've done one of these shows. So it's good to, it's good to see you guys talk some Disney Park stuff and uh, just have some fun. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sam is playing with flowers or something over there. So I, I think this, roses. this should be the show we should do live because if you can see our faces when we do this and Sam is just doing other things and it's, <laughs> yeah. But we, we, we've just been talking about different ideas, possibly doing it. TikTok, yeah. Instagram, we're, we're working on possibly working doing on this as a live show on a different platform. So yeah. be checking yeah. us out on all of our different Check us platforms. Out, yes. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. So welcome to the show. Um, going to talk some parks news. Going to start. Uh, we're going to talk some Imagineering feature. We're going to start talking about women Imagineers, which I'm excited for. Um, yes. Our little Disney parks, did you know? And we're going to talk about our sponsor, Getaway Today, a little bit. So let's get into it. Brianna, tell us about this the, the, the podcast that you're part of. That is the fastest growing Marvel podcast out there. What what is oh, it called? What's it one. all about? I I don't know. I think I think th- 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 there was a whisper going on. I think it's called the Marvel Tribe. 
No one can do it like Chris, but that's all no. good. But. Um, yeah, so the Marvel Tribe comes out, well, actually, as Moon Knight is is it premiere next week. Yeah. We got yes. late into March. Yeah, we yeah. Are. <laughs> March is about so, to be over. Hopefully here, starting in the next couple of weeks, we will be going weekly to review uh, Moon Knight and... And then after that, we will be talking all things and everything Marvel. Um, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. And, Don't forget Namor. And Namor. <laughs> yes. Namor will also be brought up at least once every episode. It's got to be. Yeah. <laughs> at least once. And... Um, I, I don't know if we'll end up going live. If we do, you'll find us everywhere, even yeah. on platforms that are not ours. Even yeah, if you if you do, if they do go live, we'll find out together because then I'll get texts <laughs> from Skylar saying, "Hey, you know that you're live on every damn platform because Sam just got click happy and wanted to do whatever." But you know, Sam, tell us about Walt's apartment live on Wednesday nights. What is that all about? Walt's Apartment Live is where you're going to have the most fun on your Wednesday nights. We do our live show. We talk about news from the DizInsider.com. We play fun games. Uh, and you get to enjoy our lovely faces. That's and yeah. all, all 12 of we you. Are, so. <laughs> we are goofy and yeah. silly and sometimes mildly inappropriate. But it's, yep. it's a fun time. It is. And then also we want to check out Force Friday, hosted by Amber and Jade and sometimes Joey from Disney Universe Podcast, who probably will be on all of our shows a lot more because he likes to hang out with us and stuff as well. So it's all good. So Force Friday, I believe we have some Star Wars uh, Star Wars content coming in May. Kind of a little show called Obi-Wan that everyone's really excited about. Oh, so excited. Right. Sam's big Star Wars gal. She's really excited about that. So <laughs> No, I really am excited for oh. Obi-Wan. Okay. I thought a new Star Wars show. Oh, let's see. No one else can see it, but you guys nope. can. Oh, I like Unless it. It's, it's C-3PO, C-3PO yes. and it's a, I just can't. Oh, and R2 yes. at the bottom. Yes. Oh, R2 at the bottom. I, I don't know can't. where I am. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I'm sorry, Master Anakin. That's right. So let's get on with our Disney Parks news. First thing up, um, since we haven't been on for a little bit, I wanted to talk about this a little bit. Uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser opened back at the beginning of March, and Reviews have seemed to have been pretty good. I know we talked about it on the live a little bit, but um, reviews have seemed to be better than people anticipated, I think. So, um, Sam, you had a friend that actually went there? I did. I need to reach out to him. And see did he tell he you how it was at all? Did, did, you, did you guys talk about I've it I've seen, uh, not one-on-one, but I've seen his Facebook post. I can I can message him or text him. Yeah, I would him love to have him come on just talk about his whole experience. So I will uh, definitely message him and see if he wants to come on and do that with us. He's Even if you, do, if you want to do just a, you could do a one-on-one interview with him and just talk about it. That'd be, and we could okay. just, we could, we could throw it in. That'd be great. Um, What's his Perfect. name? Raphael. Raphael, yeah. We'd love to have you on, buddy. If you're listening, we'd love to have you on. If not, you can just do an interview with Sam. So we're not needing any pressure, but we're pressuring you. So <laughs> Absolutely wanna, yeah. no pressure. Not at all. We, it looks we cool. We never, you know, have peer pressure on this show ever. Never. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I think, like we've discussed many times, if I had the money, I would do it. I think I, I, I wouldn't have rushed out to do it, but it looks pretty damn cool. I mean, if, uh, if you think about it, four people for what five thousand dollars? Is it four or two for five thousand dollars? I think it gets up to s- six when it's four people. Yeah, so, so it comes it's still out not like, terrible. It's fifteen hundred no. bucks for a couple of days, and that's what a cruise is going to cost you, right? That's kind of the same it's, idea as a cruise. Yeah. And, um, uh, I could get an eight day cruise for that. Much, yeah, I was going to say a cruise that's uh, probably double the amount of time. <laughs> okay, uh, it looks cool. 
I, I, I'm here for it. Um, I've loved watching all the videos of people that have been there. Um, I don't know if you guys follow Best Life and Beyond or, or watch them at all, but um, everyone's going to this to, dressed in some kind of character, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Spencer from Best Life and Beyond went and he was Matt, the radar technician from Saturday Night Live. The whole time he was in the, he was in costume the whole time with the wig and everything. Hey, have you guys seen Kylo? Have you guys seen Kylo? Anyone here seen Kylo Ren? And like, then the people, the the cast members are like, Matt, we're so glad to have you here. We know of your special ra special radar repair. They were so, it was the cool thing. Just seeing those interactions, um, I think Ordinary Adventures is another one. They did a a really cool video on, on it. It just looks so much fun. And then the shows, and I guess it's like two and a half days of nonstop just action. And you're immersed in this whole thing. You get, you get to go on all the stuff at, in Batu at Hollywood Studios. Yeah, I, I'd be there for it. Yeah, I think the main complaint is, from what I've heard, is just honestly that you just kind of need like a half a day more, like you're constantly running. Mm -hmm. And I feel like everyone that I've seen has just been like, you kind of just have to live on little sleep for the time that you're there and just yeah. kind of go for it to really get your, like, I mean, I don't want to say to get your money's worth. I think it's very jam-packed. And um, last time Sean kicked me off for mentioning her, but I'm going to do it again. Carly Weisel did a very great podcast where she broke down every piece of this in a cost by cost standpoint and showed where like all of the costs were coming from and yeah. how much like it's actually quote unquote worth the $5,000. Yeah, I've um, seen someone else do that too, where they compared like what you would spend for two days, two or three days at like Walt Disney world, mm -hmm. like for your tickets and for your food. And it's, it's pretty, it's within like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. If you really think about like, it. So. I can't imagine doing it with a kid though. Like I can't imagine it being worth it with a kid because you have to like, like we still do midday naps because mm -hmm. at in the parks because one like she will ruin our trip if not because she needs to sleep. Right. But I, I, I guess I just can't see doing it with the kids. So in my current circumstance, I don't see it working yeah. for me. Yeah, and I was like, I know, I I think it's under. I I I actually don't remember the age for sure, but I know there's an age limit on the lightsaber yeah. training. So that is something if you have kids, you do have to uh, calculate and decide if it's worth it or if you would rather wait till they're older to be able to do lightsaber training and stuff like that. Or do a solo um, trip and leave your kids at home. Right. There you go. Yep. We need to get Carly Weissel on here. I reached out to her last year and she said yes, but then we need to reach out to her again. She's cool. I like her. Yeah. And then um, what was the other thing? Oh, my gosh. I can't remember. But yeah, everything I've seen has been the food looks fantastic. crazy. The shows, <laughs> the food. The yeah, they did say that there's like regular food, and obviously people don't want to show that they want to show the fun food. But I'm very happy to have learned right. that there is like some regular food because yeah. I am not very. I, I don't. I'm not very adventurous with my food. Yeah. I can be, and I'm better. But like, texture is a big talk thing about that in a second <laughs> for me about food. So, um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so I think kind of think we all say we would go. Sam would only go with, with adults. I get that, and I I kind of agree with that because you, yeah, Haley needs to sleep. So you, you have yeah, to. I think after seeing these reviews, I'm definitely going to try to get a trip in get hopefully it. in the next year. But yeah. I'd also not go with my husband because he also gets crabby and needs a midday. Meal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's like I was just also yeah heard like I mean you really got to go with people that are really into it because I mean you've kind of got to be on like the game point right. constantly. And you want people that are into it. But I mean, some videos I've seen, some people have got very into it. Some people made special luggage. It was really pretty on yeah. TikTok. <laughs> and um, I was watching a video where um, they were 
talking about their time there and they said that they watched these two people get engaged like there on the trip oh, and they found cool. out well they found out that they were completely role playing they had decided that they were a different couple role playing and that on that that was their hot, like engagement party so like they weren't really getting engaged in, in quote unquote real life they were getting engaged oh as God, a role really? play opportunity at this <laughs> role playing hotel Okay, that's that's fun. So people get um, into it. Oh, for sure. There's something like so, so like Brianna, we could go and like get engaged. We can do that. We there can do it. The plan. Book it. Okay. Uh, next you want to come to our? You want to come to our fake engagement, Sean? Sure, I'll come. Yeah, I got nothing going on. Let's go. Um, yeah, I need to get to Walt Disney World. Honestly, um, I really maybe, group trip. Yeah, we got to figure that out because I honestly, like I said, when I when I was there as a marching band, I was 16 years old and I'm 48 years old now. So just think about that. I think Epcot was the only other park there. And we only went to Magic Kingdom. And I'm like, yeah, this is pretty cool. You know, it's not Disneyland, but it's pretty cool still. But everyone says once I go there, I'll change my mind on what I on which which park I think is better. But I I, I can't say for sure. I, I don't think so, honestly, because of my love for Disneyland. But I mean, but we'll see. Um, did Sam fall asleep? No. Oh, she's no. still working on her. Are you working on your splinter still? I have a splinter. <laughs> All right. Um, next thing, uh, you guys talked about a little bit last week on the Walt's Department Live, but uh, I wasn't on, so I want to talk about it some more. Did you eat the frozen guacamole? No. Did not. Did you even see it? Yes. Would you eat it? No. Okay. We're talking about food and wine going on <laughs> right now at DCA. I think it started like March 4th. It goes to like the till end of April. Um the food there, holy crap, some of the stuff I've seen. Um, friends are sending me pictures of like um, brisket, not brisket fries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, great. is it like the pulled pork fries at yeah, Animal Kingdom? That's what it looked like. At uh, Flame Tree Barbecue, they're so good. It's my yeah. favorite snack. <laughs> and I know you're a fan, big fans, Brianna, of the, of the macaroon, right? And the, yes. It, yeah, the Snickers macaroon. So good. That sounds good. Um, did you eat the. The Pop Rocks no. mac and cheese? Would you? No. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't think I can do it. I saw Mr. Cheesy Pop eat it. And uh, he can pretty much eat anything. He yeah. ate that and he ate the... Um, did you see that video, Brianna? Do you watch him? I, I have. I saw the thumbnail and I saw it pop up, but I have not yeah. clicked on him it. Him and his friend Ray J, they, they, they did the guacamole too and they're just okay. like... Yeah, uh, I was like, I watch yeah, all his festival and, videos. So, yeah, wow. and, yeah, he's very honest with his opinions on the food, but... <laughs> So the other food there, what are some of the other things that you liked that you didn't like? Um, I really like, I think it's like carbonara mac and cheese. That one was mm-hmm. really good. Um, Sounds good. Like the braised Does it have like bacon and stuff in it? Yeah, it has like I bacon. I think I saw a picture, someone sent a picture of that today. That looked really was good. Was it too. like bacon and peas? Yeah. Is there peas? I don't think there's peas. I was just thinking because when I make remember. linguine carbonara, mm-hmm. I put peas in it. Yeah. And then um, bacon. Everything from the garlic kiss food was good. The braised beef was really good. The Snickers is really good. I, I think the blackberry lavender lemonade. Garlic kiss good. doesn't sound appealing. <laughs> it looks like it looks like there's something green in it, Sam. It looks like bacon and like maybe chives and 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 in the mac in the it macaroni. Could be chives. It, it, it looks chives. like I mean it looks amazing. And then there's the freaking uh I'm looking at you can pictures all of see the... it on our Instagram and TikTok because yeah. I put all of the foods that I ate yes. on Instagram and TikTok. 
But so yeah. are they doing a good job with the food and wine festival? You think? Yeah, Adriana? it's been good. Um, if people go, just make sure you always um, you can order from if you want to go to like one booth you can order all of the food from the other booths at the one booth and then you just go to the other pickup lines which does help the ordering process a bit however like if you're wanting like we talked about the brisket fries those are from like the paradise garden like the it's like a restaurant that's there consistently Mm -hmm. it's not a booth so you can't order at the booth a different booth from there you have to go there on that one but um there's yeah there's a lot of good food and a lot of it is actually decently expensive like around the 8 850 750 mark and with the slip and saver pass especially if you are i think a visa member or a magic key holder you can get the the tickets come out to about 650 each so you save a good amount that's of a money. good savings actually yeah. how many mm-hmm. things are on there isn't it like you get eight tickets wow. on your is that drinks too, or is it just like the food items? Non-alcoholic drinks. Non-alcoholic drinks, okay. Um, but most of the non-alcoholic drinks are kind of around that $6 mark, so okay. usually save your money and get the food with the tickets. Gotcha. All right. Um, anything else on food and wine? That... I don't think so. I got no? Okay. <laughs> I got more visuals that no one can see. Oh, boom. There you go. <laughs> um, so next thing. Like I said, we haven't been on for a bit, so I just want to update a few things. Festival of Fantasy Parade is now back at at Walt Disney World. Is that the one with the uh, the dragon that caught on fire last year? Is it that that's that one, right? Well, caught on fire quite a few years ago now because like, oh yeah, it's it was, it, God, it seems like it was. It seems like it was just last year. But yes. Well, you see, there was this thing that happened called the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm-hmm. So it kind of altered our state of reality and we're all in a different time warp. That's fair. Okay. So we're at the, Wanda did all this, right? So this is all done by Wanda. <laughs> yes. Sure. sure. All right. I was going to blame Dr. Strange, but I mean, <laughs> we can blame Wanda if you want to. So the festival of fantasy parade is back. It's exciting. People are excited for it. It looks cool. Um, next story. Um, Bob Chapik was uh, at some event a couple of weeks ago and announced that I remember when COVID happened, they had said that the Mary Poppins attraction that was going to be at um, Epcot, Epcot, right? Epcot was was being, was being uh, shelved, not going to happen. And also the Quinjet attraction at um, Avengers campus, which makes no sense because they have this huge building that is the start of the queue for that right now. That's like the anchor of this, of, of this land right now in, in California. Um, he did announce that both of those attractions are coming, are not completely off the table and could see the light of day someday. I think there's a lot of Mary Poppins fans. So I, I know people want okay. that. But I don't necessarily, I remember like I'm a huge Mary Poppins fan, right. but I remember when they first introduced the Mary Poppins attraction and like the whole cherry tree lane thing. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even understand the concept completely. Uh, and I wasn't super excited about it. And I remember it was going to be weird. And it was going to move some things around in Epcot. Like okay. what, weren't they going to have to move like who, like the meet and greet, like Christopher Robin's bedroom. I don't know. I just remember. I remember they talked about that the last D23 is when they actually brought it up. Was, yeah, I was going to say it feels so long ago. It was, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was long before I was on this podcast. I remember talking about this on my lab, last yeah. podcast. But uh, yeah. yeah, I I mean, I'm 
I mean, neither here nor And the Quinjet. The Quinjet, I think, would be freaking amazing. Well, the, right. the, the, the idea behind it is amazing. I mean, you're what's the what's the attraction at Animal Kingdom that you, like, sit in and, like, and it goes over? Is it Flight oh, of Passage? Is that flight it? of Passage, yeah. It doesn't it's go the, over you, though. But you, like, sit in and you're, like, harnessed in it kind of or something like that? Uh, it, it pushes your legs in because, so, like, you're riding a banshee and, like, yeah. uh, like the brackets. So the brackets come and push your legs yeah. up to the front. It's the same kind of idea. And I know that this, they want to use the same kind of ride technology for that to where you'd be actually in the Quinjet in Wakanda. And I know that they've been waiting to figure out how the Black Panther movie was going to perform this summer when it comes out so, to see if they would continue with it. But at Avengers Campus, there you have – the the guardians of the galaxy tower which is basically the anchor of of the of the land and then right next to it is this huge huge avengers campus um, building where they do all their shows and like their fight stunt stunt shows on it there's a quinjet on top of that building and that's supposed to be the the cue for this attraction that's going to be built back into the back to the back part, back of the uh, california adventure park so mm-hmm. i hope they do it i hope it i hope it comes to light because Everyone's kind of has different mixed emotions on um, Avengers Campus. They don't think it's that good. I think it's great. I think for for what it is, what it what it replaced is 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 great. Right. I, I yeah. absolutely love it. So yeah, um, I was like, Sean. So have you? You've never ridden Flight of Passage, then, right? No, no. It I is just, my. It is like top two. Oh, really? Say top two favorite rides at uh, Walt Disney World for me. Like all, I, all of them, all the parks, all of all of the parks. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. It is my favorite thing in animal kingdom. Yeah. But, uh, top, I would say top two. Top but, two. How about you, Brianna? You that big left hand? I really like it. Oh, okay. I feel like a broken record. I, I think everyone on this podcast knows that I get extremely motion sick. It does not make me feel well, but other than that, I will still write it because I love yeah. it. Like, um, it, it, so it's like 4d. Yeah. It's, oh, wow. it's okay. very, it does really well. Um, you get the smells, you get the wind, you get the mist. You really feel like you're flying. You, okay, so this like you're the, sitting yes. on the banshee and you can feel the banshee breathing between oh, your thighs. Oh, okay. Yeah, they literally thought of every little detail. <laughs> the wind blows your hair back. way it makes you feel like you're flying is like absolutely insane. Like there is a lot of 3D rides out there in theme parks in general, yeah. you know, Universal Disney. This one does it the best. <laughs> Plus, it smells amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I remember. I remember when they said at D twenty three, Bob Chapik was announcing all that stuff, and he said he was saying how it, it's very good. They want to use that same ride system, so that's mm-hmm. cool. I'm excited. Yeah, and that's like I can't believe that that would be the. I mean, I understand it is a big ride. It's probably a very expensive ride, but I'm like, you built this whole land, and you're just like mm, the e ticket attraction. God. We're not going to do it. Yeah, we just that is the choice you're making. Like, I will say though, the pre-show is like the worst pre-show. The pre-show is very (laughs) move around, (laughs) so you get connected to your avatar. Oh, it's oh, it's avatar based on that's Mm -hmm. it is huh? It's it's avatar, Sean. It is avatar. It's literally the movie Avatar. Okay, all right. Going to see all of Pandora. So something good came out of that. So that ride is what good came out of the movie Avatar. Uh, one, Avatar I love is that. not that good of a movie. One, I love the movie. Two, I can't wait to see the second one. You're the one person I think <laughs> that is excited for that. Yeah, like, uh, no, I, I mean, I did love the movie when it came out, but I mean, it has been so long. I was in high school when that movie came out. 
I think it's because I'm an alien. I'm not from this planet. So, and I'm just at the point I was like, I, I could, I could live forever without a sequel. It's okay. Right. (laughs) And honestly, Uh, I feel like that about a lot of movies. Like this isn't like, like there is a lot of movies where I was like, what? You did not have to make that sequel. You didn't have to do it. (laughs) You could have saved your money. (laughs) Well, there's like four more. I think are they making five of them? Five. Aren't they making a total four of five or five? Four or five I don't know. I thought it was three, but yeah, maybe it's three total. I don't know. I thought they were making three sequels. We could make it a trilogy. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So that can be talked about on our live show because this isn't an Avatar based mm-hmm. podcast. But Sam yeah. likes Avatar. What's that? It back to the park. It can be. It can be. I guess it could be whatever I want it to be, actually. <laughs> what? Nothing. I was just thinking about grabbing some. Pandora and Avatar <laughs> artwork that I have, but it's fine. I'll show Honest you. Honest to God, seriously, we need to like we need like a bloopers reel of when we record this. <laughs> You're down picking on your freaking on your on your splinter, and they're in the lives. Um, Brianna's phone flipped up in the air. We can see her lights uh, on her. Listen, ceiling. I do not have a setup for my iPad because are I you on your are you on your iPad I'm right on now? My iPad because hey, I, look at, I also just peeled all these flower petals off of the roses. <laughs> I can't Perfect. get my computer to load, so we're so, just rocking. Last this. quick news thing we can talk about is um, Tron is getting closer. They actually have the ride vehicles on the track now and are testing it with the, the it's pull. about time. The pull yeah. test, test pull, whatever that means. I saw this today that they actually means that they actually basically pull it through the whole and make sure that it doesn't fall off anywhere and that it's oh, actually good. Works. Yeah. Then the next step is obviously a great test. It is a good I'm glad test. They yeah. do that. But the next step, the next step is to put dummies in the in the seats and then run it again. <laughs> they can put me in as a dummy. <laughs> then we'll obviously, the dummies. The last is that put they put cast members in there. Try it out. <laughs> when do you guys actually think we'll actually ever see this? Uh, November. Was this? Oh my god! Was I, this I, the one? No, never mind. That was the Guardians. Where they November first on them. Um, at Twitter accidentally. I think Sam, I'm I'm gonna up you one, Sam, and I'm gonna say October first. I was okay. like, I feel like October. Uh reason is September. reason is is uh D twenty three is the beginning of September. Yeah. And and they're waiting to announce that. Um I said November because there's probably gonna be an incident with a test dummy. Mm. <laughs> they're gonna have to work <laughs> on it for a little bit longer. <laughs> that's fair. But um yeah so that's so and when, when did you say, Brianna? And when do you think? I, I would agree that, yeah, early October. fall, like October. I, I think that's going to be one of the, one of the main, one of the, one of the big announcements at D23 will be that, I think. I think that, oh, next, in two weeks, you know. Um, Guardians open in May. I think <laughs> it opens over uh, Memorial Day weekend, right? And they just <laughs> announced, I saw that guy's name is Zach Ridley. Is that his name? He's one of the Imagineers. Yeah. Announced that they're having a Xander's shop that'll be attached to it. They can actually shop like a, like a, outpost stuff there yeah yeah it'd be cool noise so that is our disney parks news i forgot which disney that just reminded me of test track for some reason okay sorry continue i forgot um covid covid based real quick i forgot one of the parks just closed again i think it was shanghai or hong kong was it shanghai or i think it was shanghai yeah just closed again for covid because there's another variant supposedly on its way so we'll see it's like the bc4 or whatever like that i don't know if you come to Indiana, COVID doesn't exist right, anymore. Right. Well, in Oregon, it just ended last week. So that's... that's <laughs> I was like, even here, I was like, I see a good three people with masks. Anyway, and you're in so. California, which mm-hmm. 
you would, it, you know, to see, yeah. But you're in, you're also in Riverside. You're also in Orange County too. So yeah. that's different. But um, yeah. So that's our, kind of our parks news. Let's get into a little Disney parks. Did you know, Brianna? Yeah. Tell us what we didn't know. Okay. Parks. So I uh, <laughs> do want to give a shout out because I got this from Danny, Danny Fandoms. Um, yes, Danny. Uh, Danny. He did a reel and I really liked it. So I'm going to talk about it. So there's a secret tunnel in Disneyland. It is over by the Rivers America and you can kind of see um, it's just like this little like half circle and it's bricked up um, at the top of it. It says 1764 um, kind of speculations that uh, there could actually be a, like a real tunnel hidden in there that goes all the way to I think was it Tom Sawyer's Island or uh-huh, and um, you talk about the one that right across from Thunder Mountain. Yeah, just just a big hole. That's it's, from, well, uh, it's it's like from a, the mine train. And then um, this one. Oh shit! No, what is that? <laughs> it's a secret tunnel. Are you not paying attention? I also share. I also share his reel again when we. Yeah. Um, and the year um is a big. Oh, it's kind of close to um, New Orleans Square because then people were thinking that it's kind of just an homage to the fact that um mm. all of like the um smuggling and stuff that went on in New Orleans with like alcohol during the prohibition prohibition. Huh. I don't know history. Don't ask me. <laughs> it could be. It could go to Tom Farrell um, because you know that that, that the Rivers of America are like four feet deep. There, it's not deep at all. You, you would think yeah, it's we, a lot deeper because they put the ships and stuff in there, but it's only four feet. Just enough for yeah. those giant boats. Um, but yeah, so there's a little tunnel. I think Danny said uh, he has decided that's where they store the plastic cheese, and I like that theory. So that's I'll fair. that. Thank you, Danny. Check <laughs> out Danny. Contributor to all of our shows has been a guest yes. on our shows. We love Danny. Danny we fandoms. Do love Danny. It's Danny fandoms, right? On Instagram. Yes. Danny yes. or SD, Danny fandoms. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, Sam, what is your? I, well, I still want to hear Sean tonight. <laughs> but um, so the outside of It's a Small World, the gold trimmings, is actually 22 karat gold. No. Come on. Real gold. You didn't believe it. You really believe that when I told you that? No, yeah, kidding. I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, that's I know. I remember, I think Raleigh Crump. Was it Raleigh or Rolly? Raleigh Crump. Raleigh Crump. Ma- Rolly. And, and, and uh, I think Walt had said to use real gold because it won't fade as quick and it and it looks nicer. So, is it like gold leafing? I don't know. It looks. It says here, I'm gonna, I'll read it to you. I'll read what I told you. The gold trimmings on the outside of It's a Small Roller Ride are made of real 22 karat gold. I believe okay. it. Okay. And then mine is that, if you didn't know this, Michelle Pfeiffer worked at Disneyland as Alice from Alice in Wonderland in the 1970s. Who knew? Little this Disney is, park. So my Disney parks, as you know, is a great transition into our Imagineering feature. Oh, Okay. But do you want to talk about our sponsor before we get there? Um, I've never done it. So, Brianna, go ahead. <laughs> I've never <laughs> talked about our sponsor. I've always had someone else do it. <laughs> Sounds like I mean, a great time for Sean I mean, to I do could. it. I mean, I mean, listen. Sean, listen. tell us about our sponsor. Our sponsor getaway today is amazing. Um, they are... I, I can't do it like David. They're just awesome. <laughs> they are a cool service. I've used them. I don't... Um, I, I know Danny's used them. David's used them. Brianna, have you used Getaway? For I have used their website yeah, um, to book hotels. So yeah, it's cool because you can just go on there and they give you they they give you 
like a lot of the, hotel, the, the local hotels here at Disneyland, those like here you get get two nights, you get one for free, and they have like just these cool deals, and it's all they they have the best ways to get things done for you, and they're just awesome. They're good people. Jen, the the vice president, is awesome. Um, we talked to Rachel a lot. Um, we used to talk to I believe a Karen before back in the beginning. They're just good people, and they're fun. We've had Jen on here before as a guest. She was on the Extra Magic Hour when we first started this and they're just cool. They help you do everything. They don't charge you anything, which is cool. You think that you're going to use a travel agent. They're going to, they're going to charge you some more money to do it. They don't, they just do it. They get their money from elsewhere from helping Disney help their, their guests. So get away today, check them out. There's a link in the bio of on the show notes. And also um, if you call them 1-800 getaway, ask let them know that Walt's apartment or extra magic hour sent you. So that's yep. it. And there's a link in our Instagram bio under in our link tree as well. Yes. And our yes. show notes. Yes. Um, so I was saying that my Imagineering feature was linked to my Did You Know fact because I was talking about it's a small world. Do you know who one of the most influential women Imagineers was? Mary Blair. Mary Blair, who went from pirates, dirty old pirates. Dirty old pirates. To- <laughs> To small, innocent little children overnight when she started working for the Disney company. So uh, over the next couple months, actually, because I'm taking over our Imagineering features with women from this book, um, I was just sent by one of my dearest friends, Nicole, the Women of Walt Disney Imagineering book that just came out. She pre-ordered it for me. It is here. So we are going to dive through it. And then I am hoping at the end of it, I will be able to have a female Imagineer join us. Fingers crossed that Ooh. they agree. So I'm not you have someone it. in mind. I do. I'll tell, I'll talk to you about it after we're mm-hmm. done recording, but is, is it, I don't want to. Is her name Bob Gurr? Is her... her name is not. Her name is not. Okay. Bob Gurr, if you're listening, we still want you on. I'll text this podcast to him. <laughs> Please do. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to go ahead and read you the introduction from this book so that you know what we're covering over the next couple of weeks because I'm super excited. Cool. This book covers an extraordinarily dynamic era in the history of Walt Disney Imagineering. Founded in 1952 to create Disneyland, it was originally known as WED Enterprises. The company employed people, all called Imagineers, from a list of disciplines that would expand to at least 140 fields, artists, engineers, designers, technicians, financial experts, librarians, producers, architects, secretaries, audio specialists, writers, and programmers. What grew and changed in the expansive era when the women in this book contributed their considerable design and production talents. From 1968 to 2016, the number of parks mushroomed from one in Anaheim, Disneyland, obviously, to 12 worldwide. Meanwhile, Imagineers were also creating hotels, new themed lands, and other projects around the globe. Yet from its inception, WED was shrouded in mystery. Hidden in the bland former Studio Girl Cosmetics factory near the Los Angeles River, between a defunct airfield and a coffin manufacturer. Imagineering's distance from the Walt Disney Studios added another layer of isolation. Deep inside their scruffy, nondescript workshop, Imagineers were inventing a brand new field. There were few cameras pointed at Imagineering in the early days. Infinitely more were aired at its products. Parks, attractions, water parks, resort developments, and cruise ships. 
Imagineering was a scuff works, an underground playground, an informal culture of excellence where, as its senior creative executive Tom Fitzgerald would urge, if you can dream it, you can do it. In the earliest days, you had to know a Disney insider or be one yourself to know that what existed. By the mid-1970s, as they made plans to build more theme parks around the world, WED began advertising, recruiting outside people to join the ranks of Imagineers. The workforce would expand to meet demand, then shrink down to a skeleton crew as parks opened. It was unpredictable, demanding, exhilarating, exhausting, and most of all, deeply satisfying. Imagineers shared a vision, a language, a hallway of culture, of free-flying critiques and collaboration as people move fluidly among projects and disciplines offering an idea here, a raised eyebrow there. There were certain camaraderie born of an intense, in the trenches, the park opens tomorrow mentality. Everything they did was unique in all the worlds and was a product of the Imagineers as a group. The rest of the Walt Disney Company often saw Imagineering as hermetic, radical, and a bit out of control. It was full of artists and technicians who arguably delivered a superior, one-of-a-kind experience for millions of guests each year. Unlike cast members at the parks and the studio, Imagineers by the late 1970s could wear what they pleased, flashy earrings and long, unsecured hair, jeans, and t-shirts. Sounds like uh, Joe Rody. <laughs> right? <laughs> Few Imagineers of any gender wore suits unless it was to meet outsiders. But Imagineering was still a part of Disney, a conservative corporation that stood for family values, mom, and apple pie. There was a feeling among Imagineers, no matter how personally or politically outside the mainstream, that they had a responsibility for an American icon and a global brand. They also recognized that they were passengers on a huge steamship of a company that was steered slowly with deliberation through the potentially turbulent waters of change by Steamboat Mickey. Or Steamboat Willie, right? Mm-hmm. Steamboat Willie. He was yep. he was steering the steamboat, you guys think? He was. He said Steamboat Mickey. Where did that come from? <laughs> <laughs> On the whole, women at Imagineering felt fortunate to be there, at the top of their crafts in a well-regarded company, working alongside equally smart and accomplished peers. Though greatly outnumbered by men, they persisted, showing, like the good storytellers they were, that they were as good as or better than anybody else in their fields, inside or outside Disney. Imagineering's group ownership ethos were problematic for the women who were underrepresented in number, and though there were lots of projects, each one could take five to seven years to be designed, built, and opened. It could take years to be recognized for your work. In the late 1980s, Disney moved toward individual recognition of Imagineers both within and outside the company. But given the long timelines for projects, it was even tougher for a few women to get in to get a hearing to get ahead. They had never been in the pipeline. How did they move forward now? Cultural change at Imagineering arrived slowly, but no more slowly than it did for the rest of corporate America. In the outside world, as barriers for women began crumbling and glass ceilings began to shatter, Imagineering began to show a few cracks. Women could and did slip through, widening those cracks ever so slightly for the next underrepresented Imagineer. Imagineers never entered their fields to get rich, but they did want to be treated, respected, and compensated like the experts they were. 
To this end, Imagineering Women formed alliances, created new ways to manage workflow, and performed at the top of their fields. They may have been few, but they were good, and they persisted. Most of the women who contributed their stories to this book have said they weren't feminists, they weren't radicals, and they weren't out to shake up the order of the world. They were merely interested in doing an excellent job at an excellent company, creating excellent experiences for guests. But they were feminists simply by showing up to work each day. So uh, basically over the next 12 weeks, as I put Sean and Brianna to sleep, <laughs> Hopefully, I didn't fall asleep. I'm like waving at Brandon, like he's gonna sleep. So, they're pro- so basically over the next few weeks, we're gonna talk about the progress and equity that the women of Imagineering created for the company yes. and how they paved the way for future generations of Imagineers and women in industry in general. Perfect. We so. love it. We were just kidding with you. I mean, my stuffy nose might sound soothing to you. I'm just going to go with that. You're just doing your teacher <laughs> thing. Well, that's what you do. You yeah. read to your littles all day long, and you're just like, okay, everyone. Okay. But that's it. We did it. Extra magic 35 minutes. We did it. Or 40? 39 minutes. I'm sorry. 39? Yeah, 30 extra. Extra <laughs> magic, three quarters of an hour. But um, Sam, tell us where we can find you on social media outlets. Samantha Mlodecki or Sammy underscore M-L-O on Tiki Talk. Love it. Okay. Brianna? Find me at Brianna underscore K7 on Instagram. Yes. <laughs> All right. So that's going to bring us to the end of our show. And uh, Brianna, Sam, thank you guys so much. Listeners, thank you so much. Followers, thank you so much. Look for us on Facebook, Instagram, Waltz Apartment, of Disney Podcast, all that fun stuff. And hope you have a magical day. Good night, everyone. Bye. Bye.